Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. Today's show is sponsored by Facebook ads. Look at one, and they'll haunt you across the internet like a stalking ex-spouse trying to collect child support. Facebook ads. Oh, but no, no, you can hide them now. It's all over Facebook. Really, you can. I mean, you can, but... (laughs) No, you can't. That is a hoax. Ladies and gentlemen, that copy-paste thing to hide ads is a flipping hoax. It's stupid. It doesn't work. Well, I saw it on the internet. It must be true. All right. Yeah, that's the problem, you see. The internet's going to kill us all. We were just literally talking about that. I know, I know. Social media, the internet, it's going to be the death of us. It's great for broadcasting. It, it's done me very, very well on this board with working uh, Bronco games and all of that. We don't have to use ISDN anymore or anything like that. But, oh, my goodness. This, uh, but. there's There has to be. There has to be. There, there, ha- there should have been guidelines put down and, and speaking stuff. of guidelines yeah, and guardrails and restrictions we're going to get to that oh with yes we college will. sports but oh yes continuing off the technology thing it has made life easier for broadcasters yeah but for radio people and tv people it's made life harder because it, here's anyways, the thing yeah. we're still expected to be the you know the broadcasters of the 90s and the 80s and you know these incredible people on the air but now we're expected to, you know, be social media stars and influencers, and we still have the same expectations, less pay, less help, less resources. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes life a headache. Yeah. And if you watch things like The Social Dilemma, it's just like, yikes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, if you hear me hacking a couple of times, I'm still getting over this bug. Last week, after, right, right when we finished up the podcast uh, last week... You know, you, when you start feeling something in your chest that just isn't right, you're like, okay, I've got a cold coming on. Oh, no, it wasn't a cold. Oh, my God. This bug took me out in a bad way. It wiped me out, wiped me out for two days. I, I do not call off. I don't. I had to. I had no choice. I was down. Um, let me see. Um, chest, no, uh, nose, throat. Uh, I had a nasty fever for a couple of days. I was hacking up things I didn't recognize. You know, it's just, it's ugly. TMI. Uh, yeah. I, I thought, <laughs> hey, I shared that with other people, but <laughs> hopefully not the fluids. <laughs> uh, no, if, if you have not, you see, I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't get my flu shot this year. I, of course, I always keep my COVID up to date, but I didn't get the flu shot this year. You know, I'm like, ah, I'll be all right. No, get your flu shot if you haven't. Man, you do not want this bug. It's ugly. It sucks. I'm still having repercussions from it. But now, a week later, I am starting to feel better, but I'm still not 100%. And Thankfully, I have a nebulizer at home. Oh man, that made the that made all the difference. Wow, it's that bad. It is that bad, folks. Something is definitely going around. Uh, mm. We've got a salesperson here that's been out for the better part of a week now. That's yeah. Um, yeah, RSV's going around. COVID's going around. Protect yourself, guys. 
Um, yeah, I didn't get the flu shot either, but I never do. Um, you just might, because you, you know, you might want to step I, up to the I plate this time. Sick, I'm, I'm I'm going to go get mine here later this week once I make sure I'm completely clear of everything, because yeah, I don't want I don't want round two of this thing. I don't. But here's the thing for me: if I get sick, if I get sick, it's once or twice a year, and it puts me down for like two or three days. I grew up with a mom who was a teacher. And my dad used to say the first like year or two that she taught, she was sick all the time just because kids are snotty and gross and blech. Um, but after she got into it, she built such an immune system. She hardly gets sick anymore. And I was kind of the same way because we were around her and I was in the school all the time. Um, you know, my immune system has built itself up. So I'm lucky in that aspect. Other people, not so much. So like I said, protect yourself, guys. Something's going around. If you don't feel right, don't go to the office. I used to do that in my early 20s. Even if I had the flu, I would go to work. And it's just like, don't do that anymore. Just right. don't. Yeah. Don't put other people at risk. Oh, speaking of low pay, I forgot to punch in. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. You're coming in hot today. Yeah, you, you started it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, I... I'm not here for the money anyway. I'm know? rich in experiences. Look, the, look, what I do, I consider this to be a public service. Yes, I get paid. Yes, it's not it's not a big fat check every two weeks, but it's fun. And it it's a public service to me, to all of you. And I'm honored to be able to do that. So. I am too. Yeah. Well, and um, we might as well talk about it. I was on TV today. Uh, you were you kind of briefed me on that. I, I your picture uh, with you and Miranda, uh, Miranda from uh, Wood TV Eight or WOTV Four, whichever. Or you know, she's with both. Yeah, but, but you had your coat on. I'm like, she did too. <laughs> I said, take off, take off your coat and stay a while. To be fair, we were both leaving. Yeah, yeah, but she, what well, she looked a little spiffier. You looked like you were going to battle the elements. Maybe I was. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, I was there with a few people from here, Midwest Communications. Uh, we are practicing for the ice cream challenge at the Air Zoo, which I think is making its return for the first time since 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be there and we had to go and practice. And it just so happened as I'm pulling in with the station vehicle, Miranda in her station vehicle with her signage and stuff on the front was right in front of me. And I was like, oh, well, maybe she's like, part of a team or something well no, you know, she was what, there well, she was there filming yeah well what tv eights our news partner over on, over on wkzo and, well, and our weather, weather partner here on his so, yeah. yeah you know so she was there filming us practicing so it was just right place right time um yeah it was pretty cool i, gr- I grew up watching miranda i think she's been doing it for 23 years now on on wood tv8 and i guess i'd never realized how much i learned from her as far as caring for your community and just being out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when she started back 23 years ago, it was more of a kid-centric thing with yes. her. But now it's expanded to the whole public service realm, which which is, fits her perfect. It does. So Very, very nice woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I haven't met her, but... It was um, it was very surreal. I'll, I'll put, put it that way. For somebody that grew up in Grand Rapids and, you know knew all about Miranda. You know, for the TV people that I have met, and I've met many here in the area throughout the years, I have never met a bad one, really. Alan Baca is the sweetest, 
Um, yeah, I haven't met her yet. Uh, Terry DeBoer, I haven't met yet either. Keith Thompson, we've had a couple of brujas together, you know. Now I know Terry. That and, um, I've um, met Matt Kirkwood. And, she used to come and, in, or it, he used to come into my school. My mom would arrange it, and he'd come in. Andy Pepper, I know through uh, all of the Bronco things that I do, and and he's a cool dude. And see, I've never met anybody from Channel Three or Thirteen. Okay. Well, 13 doesn't really service Kalamazoo. Or 17. But remember, I grew up in Grand Rapids. Right. So. But yeah, yeah. It, it was very surreal. I was on Where You Live, 1150. Technically, um, 13 did service Kalamazoo at one point in time because that was the only ABC we had. But you wouldn't be old enough to know that. Probably not. No. <laughs> and in in Portage, you had, to, you had to have the right conditions to get Channel 13 in. So anyway. Cool story, Boomer. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Boomer. Where right. do you want to start? Oh, do you my want to goodness. start with the basketball teams since well, they played last okay. night? Uh, last night, and yeah, taking down Imani Bates and the uh, Eastern uh, Michigan Eagles. It was a very, very, I was very surprised. Broncos came out well. Uh, they held the lead for most of the game, too. Yeah. I, I was very, very impressed. And what I was really impressed with, got home. Um, last night and uh, watched the tail end of the Golden Globes, which is a total joke. I don't even know why. Why NBC even broadcast that nationwide? But Who still watches award shows. Well, I was waiting for the news. I was waiting for the news. I'm a news guy. I'm a boomer. Shut up. I like the news too. Hey, come on. But um, but uh, um, Jack Dole's spinning the highlights of Broncos Eagles and. Some good shots inside University Arena. I was so happy to see that place nearly filled. Thank you, Kalamazoo. And because the Broncos won, they also won for you. $7 tickets for the home game on Saturday. Fill it. Fill the Seven place. Seven bucks. Where else can you go? For that kind of entertainment for seven dollars. That's right. Now remember, Bronco basketball is technically in a rebuild. I you, I don't know if you can use the word rebuild in college anymore. You can. What? In a mid-major, you can. I don't know. Yeah, the, you can. The, I don't know. That transfer portal eats away at everybody and flips everything. But we'll talk about that later because that's one of our vices that we are going to discuss. Yep. Going back to the guardrails and guidelines. Uh, and I think Jordan finally figured it out. I'm just saying. We talked off air. I think he figured it out. I think he really did. I think Georgia exposed something on Monday. I really think they did. And like you said, we will talk about it. Right. Anyway, um, back to basketball. Um, Marquise Hastings is a rebounding machine. The Godwin Heights stars, man. Him and uh, Lamar Norman. Uh-huh. This, this this team's going to be fun to watch the rest of the season. Get out and check them out. Bronco Hockey also back in this weekend, but they're in North Dakota. Big weekend in Grand Forks. Uh-huh. Yes. And North Dakota doesn't look right. They Something's didn't, up. They, no, they didn't look right when they came here, but they still... Swept us. No, they didn't. No, no, no. It, it's not it's, a sweep. It's, a tie and a loss is not a sweep. You hairs. and Tyler need to figure splitting this out. Hairs. Splitting hairs. Splitting hairs. <sighs> You still lost, technically. Got a point out of it. I understand Zero, that. zero points is a loss. It's one, still an L. One is like a kissing your sister, I know. But it's still. splitting hairs, man. Yeah. 
if they didn't walk away with the win, to me, it's a loss. Yeah. And the fun thing of all of this, you know, while we're sitting here, after after winning the GLI, we go up in the polls the following week. We don't play. We go up to 12. And then we jump, we jump to 12. It's like, okay, respect coming back. Well, and like I told my brother, 39 weeks in the top 20. Uh-huh. Can we just put it to bed? Western Michigan hockey is one we're, of the top 20 programs in the, the U.S. We're a hockey school. End of story. We are a hockey school. But, of course, hockey does not build budgets. That's Unfortunately. Where, that's, you know, that's where uh, football comes into play. That's where our boosters come into play, yep. et cetera. So. But yeah, we already know that. But yeah, um, yeah, Saturday, get out seven dollar tickets. It's Can't gonna be fun. It. And we have a uh, one o'clock. It's a rarity. One o'clock, I do believe. Uh, tip for basketball. I think so. Okay. I think it's one o'clock. Normally it's two, but I think. Do you know the this times week is a for... little different? Yeah, it is. And as a matter of fact, twelve thirty pregame, one o'clock uh, tip off. 106.5 Jack FM if you can't make it to University Arena. What about the hockey team Saturday? Uh, hockey team Saturday is 6.30. Uh, Friday is 7.30. Okay. And, and <coughs> See? Told you. <coughs> there. The, ah, it, like I said, it might, I'll hack a couple of times. I'll step away. Um, the NCHC, I think they may have flipped something because I'm, I'm noticing a lot of earlier Saturday face-offs. And, of course, uh, Bartholomew getting things going at Lawson by backing up hockey to 6 o'clock. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it was an NCHC just a thing. Uh, that could have been. I, I don't know. With Dan coming on board and suddenly all these changes are happening, you, 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 you kind of know where to sh- shift your thought process. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, cool. You want to talk football. I know you do. I do. We will talk of lions. Um, you're itching. You're itching. You're itching about Georgia. I am. I I do want to bring up the women's basketball team because, you know, if we're going to talk about the men, you got to talk about the women. Yes. Uh, they lost on Saturday, I believe against ball state. Today, they're at home. We're taping this uh, Wednesday, early afternoon. Yep. They're going to be taking on uh, Northern Illinois, and then they're on the road Saturday, taking on uh, Central at 1 o'clock. Hmm. So that's where, what we got with the women right now. Do we need to send anything with Carolyn so she can booby trap anything around Central Michigan? I'll talk later. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Fire yeah, down, Ka- Carolyn. Shh. <laughs> shh, shh. I'll text you later, Carolyn. Okay, <laughs> we're plotting. We right? told her not to drink the water in Toledo <laughs> last <laughs> week. I told her not to drink the water in Toledo. <laughs> oh, we're terrible. Oh, oh my goodness. But, Where do you want to go from here? <sighs> okay, baseball, real quick, and then we'll get into the we'll get into because we we want to talk college football, we want to talk NFL, and all that fun stuff. Um. Today, the Detroit Tigers um, announced uh, some um, field changes to Comerica Park. Before I get into this, though, people need to understand what the word rebuild actually means. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they don't. 
because I saw nothing but screaming and yelling when Soto was traded. Gregory Soto. The flip a coin, is he going to save it for us or blow it for us? He needed to go. It's a rebuild. You're rebuilding. The cupboards are bare. Rebuilding means ripping everything out and starting over. Literally. That's what Scott Harris is doing. He's tearing this team apart. To the studs. Literally to the studs. Kind of like what happened in Allen Park. Scott Harris is ripping everything down to where it needs to be, just like Brad Holmes did, just like Stevie Iserman is in the process of doing. That's what a rebuild is. People, it's going to it's going to take about four or five years before your Detroit Tigers are up to speed. That's just the way it is. Now, Scott, smart guy. There have been complaints that it, that um, Comerica Park has been, and it, it, it is a pitcher-friendly park mm-hmm. because center field, 420. With the high fence. And the high fence and everything else. Fences are coming down a little bit. They're coming down to 7 feet, but also center field's being pulled in 10 feet. So 410 will be the uh, center field, the long shot, which makes it the second now, second deepest park, Coors Field number one. Okay. But Coors Field, you're, you're, you're in, up. You're yeah, in lighter air. Right. So, yeah, so that's validated. And Coors Field, I think, in center field is 415, I do believe. Yeah, the people <laughs> complaining about Soto, they seem to be the same people that uh, wanted to rip the Lions trading Hawkinson. And look what happened there. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and look, and, and Brock Wright. Who? Yeah, he was well, an look what he did. free agent. Um, no, I think with Scott Harris, like what fans need to realize this entire franchise not just the players the entire franchise top to bottom needed an enema mm-hmm. you and have you had scouts and people that have been in this system for 20 plus years and what have they and done? you wonder why we can't draft or develop talent because it's the definition of insanity banging your head against the wall Expecting the same res- or expecting a different result, doing the same thing, but expecting something different. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's going to take this rebuild longer because the whole thing was rotten, right, inside and out, right. And for anybody saying, "Oh, he hasn't signed anybody," this is not the year to do it. No, you were four to five years away. You want to start the clock on a free agent right now? Hell no. Uh uh. Mm mm. It's like the same people saying the Lions should still draft a quarterback. Oh, that and that kills me. Stop. That, that just that just totally stinking kills me. Your window is open now. You have Jared Goff. Well, he could sit for a couple of years. No. Do you know what the new model in the NFL is? You draft a quarterback and you win on their rookie deal. Right. Because the second you got to pay him, you're not going to have a whole lot of money left for anybody else. I think we're shifting over to football. You know, the this is the Bears problem now because you have Justin Fields yet. We should draft a quarterback. You just did. Stop. <laughs> They're gonna trade the pick. Oh, I'm I think they will. They'll trade it to somebody that wants a quarterback. <sighs> I think they will. 
What and, the- and, and that's fine because then the Bears can uh, repair some of their damage that way. Well, and a lot, and of pe- it doesn't have to be with draft picks. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm scared of the of the Bears. They got Fields and the number one pick." Well, guess what? Their defense is behind yours, which was not very good this year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It needs a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, what it, what have you seen from the offense? Justin what, Fields, Fields running around yeah. all over the field. Yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. He's got to throw the ball. Oh, it's like my buddy said. You know, we would be a better team if we had a defensive line, a defensive secondary, an offensive line, a running back, uh, some wide receivers. We we have a quarterback. They need a lot, folks. <laughs> but what was Houston doing? I know what they were doing. It was Lovey Smith giving ownership the big middle finger because he knew he was going to be fired. But going for two and winning that game and losing the number one overall pick, you want to know what that did to Lovey Smith? Made him absolutely 100% unhirable in the NFL. Yep. Whether it's for a head coach or an assistant coordinator job. 1,000% unemployable. Wow. Let me see. NFL head coach, fired. Goes back to the collegiate ranks. Fired. Goes back to the NFL. Fired. Fired. Dude, I, 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 think, I, think, he's I think we've seen enough. I think he's done. I think it's he's like done. Jim Codwell interviewing for jobs. We need a third crack at head coach to be like, mm, maybe this guy doesn't deserve another chance. Like, come on. But Caldwell hasn't been. Uh, he has a coach since 2019. That makes it even you. worse. Thank you. He has a coach from 2019, and he's already had two stints of a head coach. And one of them, he took over a really good Indianapolis Colts team. But, yeah, he needs a third try at head coach. This might be the one. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Yeah, they were talking about Caldwell. If 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 Campbell didn't work out, we could get Caldwell back in. No. 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 Just no. because he won nine games or ten games in Detroit doesn't make him some god. All right. Listen up, all of you Lions fans that are still saying we need to do this, 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 and this. Look. We have the quarterback. We have running backs. We have an offensive line that is probably top five in the NFL. We have wide receivers that are top five in the NFL. The defense needs help, but that defensive front line is getting better. Obviously, two edge rushers. Wow. Hello. We just need secondary help. Maybe get a couple of veterans in there. I would like to see a couple of good trades. Get some veteran help on the defense. Yep. And this team is going to become what Lewis Riddick said today. And I think... And he said today, the Lions next season are Super Bowl contenders already. Yeah, okay, you're you're already picking at straws. We're not even through this season yet because we still have the postseason to go. But you, you can't really argue with them. No, and I think he's not the only one. Uh, I, Rex I'm, on, Ryan, I'm on board. Rex Ryan said the road goes through Detroit the yep. next five years. There's been Dan I, Campbell said it yes. in, in his post game locker room. Sheila said it. You know, Brad Holmes's and his press for, conference yesterday. For those of you yelling, the Forge should sell the team. I'm going to tell you what. Dan Campbell gave one of the game balls in Green Bay to Sheila Ford Hamp, and she deserved it. Look what she did. I don't know if she deserved anything because she didn't really do anything. But, All she did, Jim, was she, get out of the way. She hired Brad 
She had help from the NFL on that one. She hired Brad. Okay. But she signs the paychecks. Cool. Everything still goes cool. through her. Who still builds the team and coaches up the players? But yeah, Brad this, Holmes and Dan Campbell. But she, but she is staying you know out what of the background. Football was that was just a ego massage. Okay. Not everybody. Can I didn't be, need it. Not everybody can be Jerry Jones. I didn't need. It. I don't like Jerry Jones. I don't either. But I just brought him up just because, just to stir your pot. I'm just saying, <laughs> as an owner, I don't need to see you. I don't. You have nothing no. to do with the team. No. Congratulations. You signed paychecks. Brad Holmes built the team, and Dan Campbell coaches them up. They're the only two people that deserve any credit. And Come we, on. And we can probably say bye-bye to Ben Johnson. God. No, I, no. I, 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 this is not the year, uh, Jim. It's one year of success. Any GM worth his salt is not going to hire a guy off of one year of success. He has to do it twice. He's going to get interviews. If I'm a GM, I'd love to interview the guy. But here's the thing. If I'm Ben Johnson, I'm not taking any of these jobs. They all suck. You want to go to Denver and play with Danger Witch or at this point, uh, slight actually, disturbance actually, at best witch? Actually, he's the leader for the Carolina job right now. I don't want to go to Carolina either. You got three quarterbacks down there. No thanks. Houston's a mess. Indy's an even bigger mess. Mm -hmm. These jobs aren't very good. No. If I'm Ben Johnson, I'm waiting. Or maybe, or maybe our assistants get can get paid by Dan to where they don't want to go anywhere for a while. He's gonna leave at I some know, point. I know, but I, and and that's that's just a drawback. To but I also want people to understand: if he leaves, yes, it sucks, but it's a good thing. If people want to employ your assistant coaches to be head coaches, that means you're doing something right. Something that a Lions team has never, ever, 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 ever done in 50 years. Mm -hmm. Who has ever wanted our trash? Nobody. So it it's a big moment. And I've been telling people Sunday night, that team exercised a lot of demons. I had a friend after Seattle lost. Oh, I hate Seattle and Pete Carroll. After the Packers should lost, just they should just they win won. to knock out the Seahawks. And I want a better pick. It's three spaces, dude. That win was bigger than going to the playoffs. And I'll say it here, and maybe I'm crazy. I think the fact that you ended your season the way that you did was better than getting in and then getting your poop kicked in by San Francisco. Not saying they would have, but there's a chance. Because San Francisco is one of my picks, even with Brock Purdy, to win the Super Bowl. So the fact that you were able to play a playoff-style game against a team that has owned you and a quarterback that has owned you and in run his mouth. House. You did it in their house in January, last game of the year. That is a situation where every other Lions team in history has pooped their pants. I think... 1991 was the last year where we had a December and January as successful. Be honest with you. But be honest with you. And yeah, we, we, we qualified for the playoffs, made the playoffs in other years. But I, I'm talking on a success level. But at the same time, <coughs> it's like you're really disappointed. Because they only needed to do one of these things. One, 
make Geno Smith punt the ball just once. Two, not make two average running backs look like Barry Sanders. Three, not screw the Vikings game seven one ways to Sunday. And four, Dan Campbell doesn't melt down against the Bills on Thanksgiving. You do one of those things, and we're not even having this conversation. Yep. We're having a completely don- don't start one in six. For everybody that wanted to trash what was horrible officiating in that Seattle game, your season did not come down to those refs. No. Don't start one in six, and don't do one of the four things that I just outlined. But, but... The NFL does need to look at its officiating really, really deep. It does, but I'm not in the but, business you know. of blaming refs for anything. Right, but still. And now, look, I, I played that side of the ball. I, I, even It's been on the recreation side, but I've been an umpire. I have friends of mine that, um, that are MHSAA officials for football, basketball, and other high school sports across the spectrum. It's not easy. I, it's not easy. That's what I want to say to but, people that want to trash these refs and everything else. You go out and do a better job. But when a replay review gets blown, exactly, that's the problem. The one call I had a really big problem with was the roughing the kicker. There was no roughing the kicker. Was it, was shoved. A, it was a continuation of the play. It was a continuation of, of the line drifting back because of... Well, yeah, it, but forget that, Jim. The def- the offensive lineman shoved him into the kicker, and now that was part of the play. the play. It's not, and even if it, even if it wasn't part of the play, if you get pushed into a kicker, you didn't run into him. You got right. influenced. Right. That's a horrible call. Horrible totally. call. But again, Lions fans, and you those, can't blame them. And those should be able to be reviewed as well. Yes, one thousand percent. And you know what? New York could probably do this and not really kill the game or or put a lag, you know, or make the games longer. They could literally go look at every single um they every should. single flag thrown. Get it right. And and then if the officials on the field blow it, they come by, you know, just New York will tell them go pick up that flag. Yeah. No, some, something needs to change with the officiating, but at the same time we can't blame the refs. No. We can't. Um, it's just, it was such a big win for me. Um, I think you may have slain the villain known as Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that he's coming back. Um, if he does, I don't think it's green Bay. Did you see the way he walked off that field hugging? Uh, what's his name? Yeah. It, it, it's just, he was taking it in and it, for as big of an a-hole that he is. I really do think for the first time ever, we truly got genuine Aaron in that post-game press conference. I really do think he's thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't remember who brought it up, but I think the DeMar Hamlin situation resonated with a lot of people. That this isn't forever. Mm -mm. You know, that this game could take your regular life as you know it away. Like that. So, I don't know. I don't know that he's back in Green Bay, and I don't know if he's back in the NFL at all. I really don't. And, of course, it being Wednesday, uh, more good news to bring to all of you, and you've probably heard about it, um, that DeMar Hamlin has now gone home, mm-hmm. literally home. Not not just to a Buffalo hospital. He's home. been released. Yep. He is now home. Yep. So, But what I want to what, what do right now 
is give the people expectations for the Lions next season. We already alluded to it, Rex Ryan, uh, Lou Riddick, many other people talking about what the expectations are. And even your own GM, your own head coach, your owner, they've Uh all alluded to it. Yeah. The expectation for this Lions team next year is to win the NFC North. I will not accept backdooring into the playoffs. Won't do it. This team is ready. Mm-hmm. You've built one of the best draft classes possibly ever for this team in 2022. You've got, what, five of the first 100 picks? This team's ready. And what, what also has to happen in the offseason, and you already alluded to it, Brad Holmes cannot sit on his hands. We cannot do what we did in the offseason the last two years. You can't not make any moves or very minor moves. He needs to go out, and he needs to get dudes for that defense. Yep. Babysitters. Mm -hmm. Guys to help those young players. James Houston, great player. He's a six-round draft pick, and we need to figure out if he's going to follow it up next year. There's a lot of question marks. And that defensive line, look at look at the 49ers. The model's there. You have to be deep. You have to have four, five, six guys across that line that you're constantly rotating. There needs to be depth. The linebacking core needs depth. Uh, I'm warming up to the idea of taking a cornerback in the top six because the defense is that bad. If you enter the season yeah, yeah, with okay, okay, Okuda okay. as your number one now, cornerback, I, I, you have a problem. And I don't and I have a feeling he may not be coming back because Brad Holmes did not mention Okuda at all in his postgame, his uh postseason wrap up, I should say. I think he's gonna come back. I don't know about that. The injury I the injury is gonna a, scare a lot of teams away and they're gonna get him to take a good deal. But he can't be your number one. He can't. You have to draft somebody or sign someone. And I'm sorry, the free agent class for cornerbacks, very, very scatty. No, thank you. Somebody said Marcus Peters. No, thanks. Somebody bought Jalen Ramsey up in a trade. Yeah, I'd love it, but here's the thing. He's got to want to be here. Yeah. He don't want to be here. No, thanks. And, and You know, I, I have a feeling there are a lot of players that do want to be here. Hopefully. Uh, Kaminsky, right? He 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 said he said two years he said two years ago, trade me, or no last year trade me, this year end of season or cut me or cut me this year. That's I want to come back. That's fine, but his name is Frank Kaminsky. He's not exactly a superstar, but still he's a he's a great role player. People overvalue players, man. He's a great no. It's all part of being a team. It's all part of being a team. I need somebody better than Frank Kaminsky on the line. I'm sorry. Well, let's see what the let's see what happens. There are two. And see, that, and that's the nice thing is that you know we're not in dire straits anymore. We just have some holes to patch. Yeah, we don't we don't have a, an entire rebuild to go through. The rebuild is almost done. It's getting there. In fact, it's close to it's very close to being done. Mm-hmm. We can wrap this one up, then everybody can shift to the Tigers and watch that one for the next five years. Yep. Well, I think the team. I think the Wings will flirt with 500 this year. I think they'll come up a little bit short. And they will not make the playoffs. They won't. No. But, but. These, are, these are the two teams, man. And the two teams that are in desperate straits yeah. right now are the Pistons and the Tigers. Yeah. 
Um, but to further into the Lions conversation, um, yeah, Holmes has to do something. He can't be complacent. Uh, I think there's two guys that absolutely have to be brought back. Number one, obviously, Jamal Williams. Resign that man now. Oh, yes. And um, bump his pay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Pay the man. And then um, who is the other one? Uh, not Anzalone. Shark. Oh, DJ Shark. Yeah. Yeah. He he's. Yeah. Those are the only and, two. And you were and you you were even discussing a month ago about getting rid of him in the off season. Now, no, no. Because and, he's and, staying reason, healthy. Yeah. You see, and that was the thing. He's an injury bug. No, he's not necessarily an injury. The first bug. half of the season, he was. That's my only thing with Shark. But he's if he's willing to take a hometown discount and stick around, sure. Why yeah. not? Why not? Um, yeah, somebody was, I think it was a buddy of mine. He was complaining about JMO because JMO, I didn't watch the whole game against the Packers. I mm-hmm. fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he said something about a bad attitude or screaming because somebody missed a pass or didn't throw it to him or something, but it's like, dude, he was wide open. You have to make that throw. There was two mm-hmm. occasions where he was wide open. Yeah. So I don't mind it. Yeah. The dude's been sidelined pretty much all year. He is chomping at the bit. Mm-hmm. And you and I said it. Get him the ball. For the love, get him the ball. And they're start and they were starting to get him the ball. <clears throat> so I This is now the, Williams is going to be a breakout star next year. Yeah. Next year. I, I think And that just, was all that was all part of the plan. That was all part of the plan. We're just scratching the surface with the offense. Oh, I know. This is going to be so fun. <laughs> you folks, you do not believe. You would not believe how good this offense is. Jared Goff is the ticket. Mm-hmm. He knows how to run this. It's a system. Offense. Brock Purdy proves it. There are systems. Yeah, much like New York or not New York. The, the Jets have never won anything. Uh, <laughs> New England. That's a, that was a system. You know, a lot of people talk about Tom Brady. I love him. I think he's the goat. But like, Tom Brady doesn't become Tom Brady without Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick doesn't become Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. It's a system. Some guy, and that's the saddest thing is there are guys that I don't know, like Rodney Pete, guys that were taken, or who was the other guy? Um, uh, where? Yeah, Andre. Yeah, it guys that just. Wrong system. Mm-hmm. Wrong people developing the talent. Great, great quarterbacks in their day. Yeah. Uh, coming out of college, but you transfer them to the pros and, and the system that... It's not know, always on the player. It's not. No, A it's lot not. of people have to realize that. It's not always on the no, player. No. That's okay. Rodney Pete uh, got a great wife out of everything. So. He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> yes, he did. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think we need to have high expectations for this team this year or next season. And if they don't achieve those, we have to be hard on them. It's like what I said to you and Carolyn preseason. I'm not a dick. I'm not actively rooting for this team to be bad. But for in order for me to say nice things, you have to do nice things. And guess what? They did nice things this year. So that's why I'm saying nice things now. I wasn't willing to give a team the benefit of the doubt without seeing proof. The proof I had was a two or three win team last year. That's not a whole lot of hope. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, like I said, was on paper. 
And what I'm starting to realize, and I'll admit, I'll eat crow right now. Caw, caw. Hutchinson made me eat crow. Again, I wasn't rooting for the kid to be bad. I just didn't like the pick. But he went out there and proved a lot of us wrong. And that's great. Same with Goff. You and I both didn't think he was the answer. But he went out and proved us wrong. But unlike you, I have hope. My glass is always half full. Yours is always half empty. Not with with everything. I have noticed that. Not with everything. I have noticed that. Watch a loser for your entire life and then tell me to be hopeful. Because the second you have a flat tire, you go... It's not a flat flat tire. This franchise was riding around on the rims. I was uh, was using an example. I was born in 1992. I have never seen a Lions playoff win. I'm not as fortunate as you. I have seen 30 years of nothing but crap football from this team. So excuse me if I don't have any hope or didn't at the time. Okay, cool. Guess what happened before 1992? I was born in 1963. I didn't see any Lions playoff anything until 1991. We are two different people, Jim. So We are two different people. I'm just older. A lot. (laughs) I just don't buy snake oil. I got to see proof. Which I have. I've never been this confident about a Lions team ever. I am 30 years old. Never have I felt this good. But they have to follow it up. I swear to God, if they go out next season and trip over their own ding-dong and end up below 500 or right at 500, I'm going to blow the roof off this place. Okay. Well, let's wrap up the NFL with this. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. who uh, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Drinking from the cup of champions. For anybody that, you know, doesn't know, I have a Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, it's like a Coliseum with a Block G on it, coffee mug, which, believe it or not, I bought at the Crossroads Mall when I was like 12. Was that way before the potholes? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> When it's like, I don't know, maybe that's like my brother and I grew up watching um, SEC football. And I think, oh, man, I got a stat to pull up. And I think it's just because even back then, you know, we didn't really have a big rooting interest in college football. Um, I really think we just recognized that it was better. Like it was just a better football. And that's why we watched it. Um, let me pull up something here. Sorry, I saw a stat the other day. I've been chomping at the bit to talk about Georgia and SEC football and the problem that I know that we have in college sports right now, especially football. Okay, so since 1992, 31 years, the SEC has played for the national championship 21 times and now has won 17 titles. Um, it's like, wait until we move to this to 12. We could have a four, final four of all SEC teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what Georgia proved on the field on Monday, nobody else is even close. It's the SEC and it's everybody else. Because you and I both said it. We thought Michigan wasted and ruined a perfect opportunity to possibly win a natty. Yeah. 
You want to know what Georgia proved to us on Monday? Michigan wouldn't even have had a shot in that game. That team was steamrolling TCU starters with third stringers. What are you supposed to do when these schools? Georgia has like 15 five-star recruits coming in. Michigan has like two. OSU maybe has five or six every year. Put a dome on every stadium north of the Mason-Dixon line. That'll change everything. So what I'm saying, our problem is, is the southern southern schools are going it. to southern that's schools it. are going to take are are going to are going to monopolize this. I I know they are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the thing is, is like like the Big Twelve. When are they just going to be counted out of things? Oklahoma got win a couple of times to the playoffs, got their doors beaten in. Michigan goes, gets their doors beaten in. Michigan State goes, gets their doors beaten in. Ohio State wins every blue moon. The game was horrendous. Absolutely terrible. I didn't even watch it. I had big money on it. I took the over in Georgia at 13 and a half. And I told McKinney, that 13 and a half totally felt like Vegas going, I got you a dollar. (laughs) <laughs> the you old, can the lose old, up to almost well, two well, the touchdowns. Old, the old State Farm spot. <laughs> I got you a dollar. Boink. 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 <laughs> I took the 13 and a half and never once sweated it out. I saw that coming a mile away. That was Alabama, Notre Dame all over again. Georgia covered the over themselves. It was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. What was that? I it's, I'm telling you guys, we have a problem. We have a big problem. Transfer portal. That's that's not it though. It's not. These teams were doing it before the portal. The portal's a whole different thing. And Jim alluded to it at the beginning. That I'm kind of coming around on things. There needs to be guidelines and guardrails and restrictions. I'm sick and tired of seeing guys transferring to their third or fourth school. You get two chances. That's it. After that, done. And there needs to be major restrictions on the NIL. I'm almost willing to say one. Look at Texas A&M. They paid all of these players to come in, and then they've had a mass exodus, like 25 transfers in the last two off-seasons. It's ridiculous. Look what On a smaller scale, Western Michigan, look what happened when... when uh, when um, when um, our coaching change happened, but that happens. That ch- yeah. happens with any coaching change. Players are going to leave because well, they were recruited by that coach that's now gone. Yeah. I I can understand why, but like with this nil thing, there needs to be restrictions. You need to tell these kids, hey, you'll get paid, but guess what? You're going to have to play a year and prove it. Then you'll get paid. And in the case of college basketball, I'm tired of the one and done. I've been tired of it for a while. Some of these poor fan bases, Michigan State included, how do you how do you learn about your team when the names are changing every how do you, how year? Do you, how do you build? A That's team? what I'm saying. There's you there can. is no there is no rebuild in college basketball anymore because things are going to change year to year. So I mean, even the Broncos look at look at look at the player shift. 
over last year to this year, but then again, coaching change there that was expected still. But that this can be boiled down to the NBA's problem. They made their G League, and then they said, you know what, screw college. Come out early. Come play with us. Develop yourself for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And get paid. What are we doing? What are we doing? If you're going to go to college basketball, guess what? You need to play two to three years. The, the NCAA needs to make that change. Please, I'm begging you, make the change. It used to be that way. I am tired of the it, one and done. It used to be that way. And I probably sound like such a get-off-my-lawn guy right now, but no, I'm, I'm just, I'm done. Check, please. Uh, two years, I believe. Yeah, it was two years because, uh, yeah, two years used to be the, the minimum. I would be happy with that again. Two years. You, you, you sign your letter of intent to go to whatever college, university, et cetera, you commit yourself for two years. Fair? Fair. Yeah. Fair. It used to be that way. And the thing was, back in the day, there weren't a whole lot of guys that were wanting and dunning. Even when I was younger, there just wasn't. But things have changed. It's like, you, you got to change with the times. I don't know. I think we have a huge problem with college sports. I hate to say it, but I think you're watching the beginning of the end of college sports as we know it. It'll still exist. It's just going to be way different. Really? I think so. What, what are schools supposed to do, Jim, that aren't in the SEC? Georgia proved it last night. Nobody's even close. Michigan might have lost by 30. Instead of 60. That's not close. It's sad. It really is. Well, the NBA already drafts out of high school. So they but can, so you can make a handful but, of people that make, it actually happens to. Right. So, but that, that solves some of that problem. But, and, and that's the nice thing about Major League Baseball. Obviously, Derek Jeter um, had all intents and purposes to go to the University of Michigan. But the Yankees said, no, come play for, uh, come play for us in our system. We'll get you through. Boy, did they ever. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <sighs> it's, yeah. It, it's I, depressing. College football needs at least a two-year rule. College basketball needs at least a two-year rule. And the problem is, is that it's all become about money. So basically what we're seeing college football turn into is NFL on Saturday. And I'm not interested in that. No. It's like, what have you done for me lately? I hate to say it, guys, but we have a big college sports problem. All the way down to the mid-majors. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because you know who's going to suffer the most from all of this? Them. Your Oakland universities, your Western Michigan universities. Mm-hmm. They are going to, mm-hmm. they're going to hurt. Because they just, they just. They can't bring people in. They don't have the be, resources. Be, and and because it just turned into your Oaklands and, and your Western Michigans and your Central Michigans and your Ball States are now the Toledo Mud Hens. Um, and then your University of Michigan's, your 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 big schools are now the Detroit Tigers. The you know, and that's kind of the that's a stepladder. I'm kind of I'm just using that. No, a, you're hitting it on. I just yeah. I don't like it. Right. Exactly. And the NFL is a business. Yeah. 
college sports. They've turned into one. And they shouldn't be. This is, it's an educational institution. Did anybody forget that you actually learn stuff in college? You don't go there to play sports. You go there to learn. You go there to learn because, <laughs> because you, because at one point in time in your life, you will not be good enough. I do. And you will need to be able to fall back on something. I do like what you're saying, but I just think it's funny because even somebody that went to a school like Oakland university. Yeah. Those star players on teams, they don't go to college. They're not there to learn. I know it. The term student and athlete should not be used in the same sentence. Mm-mm. Kids just flat out sleeping in class, doing nothing, not showing up, getting yeah, grades. Yeah, do that in high school. <laughs> just like, <laughs> sorry, no, it, you're that. you're right. You're right. I don't know why I said that, but uh, it, it, it's painful. It no, is. it is. It is. Yes, you know, and it, it just feels like we're losing what we know as college sports. It's like, like I said, it'll exist, but it's going to be a lot different. And as far as the Broncos go, the Spartans, the Wolverines, well, we know Coram's coming back, but is, but you know, who else? We don't, you know, you don't know. You want to know years ago, years ago, you knew years ago, you could plot out. Okay. Next year we're there mm-hmm. barring injury because look who's coming back. Now you have eight months of, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. No. Not. Nope. So, yeah. I mean, it's something to think about, guys. It's just. No, you're right. It's, yeah. It's depressing. It really is. So. um, You yeah. know you know what we didn't do? What? Hand me those two sheets of paper. I'll oh, do, my I'll, I'll, I'll hit them both. I'll hit them both here. Give me those. <laughs> Give me those for crying out loud. Okay. But um, let's say hi to Anastasia, Ant- Antonia, <laughs> or Antonia, whoever the hell you are. <laughs> now I, I never see you anymore, so I forget your name, and you don't call me like you used to. <laughs> well, you are no, no. You see, you were out, you were out battling your uh, health issues, and she was calling me up like, "What do I do here?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know, I don't know." Call your boss. <laughs> <laughs> I was not allowed to talk to anyone. Right. He still shouldn't talk to anyone. <laughs> this is how see now, Antonio, this is how you treat him. Don't yeah. don't don't let him go all bossy on you. Just knock him. If he gets up on his little uh um on his little uh, sh- uh shoebox or whatever, kick it. Hard. <laughs> Hard. Bronco Nation, by the way, we're almost putting a wrap on this. Uh, our two our two sponsors, Sweetwater's Donut Mill, sign up for Sweetwater's email subscriber list and receive a half dozen donuts free. Free. F-R-E-E. My favorite F word. Mm-hmm. Learn well, more. Second sweet, favorite. Learn more. <laughs> learn more at sweetwaterdonuts.com. We, we cannot say the other favorite F word of his. We could. No, we, do we have the dump button? It's not live radio. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, but you'll bleep it out. Should I say it? Say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> also brought to you by Zolman's Best One Tire and Auto Care. Zolman's offers preventative maintenance for your vehicle. It's winter. It's 50 degrees in winter. It's not going to stay that way. It's not going to stay that way. Trust me, February's coming. Remember, remember, folks, 
we've had some weird winners lately. Yes. Yeah. February will kick our butt. I'm mm -hmm. sure of it. Uh, so book your appointment online at ZolmanTire.com. I can't believe we didn't do that at the start of the show. No, we were too excited. You, you were on your, I can't wait to talk about college football and this crap. You were you were about falling out of your chair. That and the Lions. That's why I started out with baseball. I had to calm you down. <laughs> you, got, you have to know how to control this man. <laughs> and I'm not the one married to him. <laughs> I don't know how she does it. <laughs> I, I, I don't either. I hope there's plenty of wine in your house. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, with that, we should probably get out of here. Yeah, we probably should. Um, Bronco basketball, um, this Saturday, University Arena. It's $7 tickets because the Broncos did so well Tuesday night. So get out and support them. And I want to see the highlights later on that evening to where I see a full university arena just like I did Tuesday. That made me feel good because you folks have heard me say that before. That, you know, the Kalamazoo area, it's tough to get people out to support their teams. What I saw Tuesday night really, really made me happy. Run back the broadcast for this weekend. Uh, Friday night, hockey. At North Dakota, Saturday night at North Dakota. Friday night is a 7.30 pregame on 106.5 Jack FM. Uh, Saturday night is 6.30 pregame on Jack. Um, earlier on Saturday, obviously, the Broncos and uh, who are we playing again? I don't remember. I, you see, we is talk. Ball State? We talk too much. 12.30 pregame, by the way. It is, uh, yeah, Bowling Green, actually. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, because uh, Coach Stevens um, in the uh, post game with Robin was wondering how they did, and I had to drop the scores after that. And I said, "Oh, by the way, Coach Stevens, they lost." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a twelve twelve thirty. It's a rare one. Normal normally for basketball, it will be a one thirty pregame, two o'clock tip. Back it up an hour. Same thing for the women. I don't know. Did the MAC change things up? Because the women are going early also that day i think it's a mac thing man but anyway uh one o'clock tip off at university arena for the broncos and the uh and the uh, bowling green falcons so get out there and support wmu the women are at the team up north we're going to send carolyn with a bunch of stuff to try to booby trap that place uh 12 30 pregame one o'clock tip on the touch 95 5 and sixteen sixty. they're also playing tonight and tonight, well, yeah, I forgot. Six thirty pregame, seven o'clock tip. They are at University Arena taking on NIU. Ooh, I might just go. So, maybe. Hmm. Today's. I have, have to think that out. Wednesday, by the way. So I know. I'm just reminding everybody listening. Yeah. Yeah. You so. see, Bronco women play on Wednesday. <clears throat> men Tuesday. Yep. And then and then Saturday both play for Saturday. the men. Sunday right. for the women. Right. No, Saturday for men and women. Is, I thought it was Sunday. No, I guess I'm wrong. No. Anyways, before I say any more stupid things, we should go. Probably. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I filled my quota for today. No, but we'll... <laughs> Off air, man. We'll, we'll figure it out then. There you can say the F word all you want. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, guys. See you, bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.